You're listening to Life in the Faust Lane with Jared and Mary Faust. We are a brother-sister duo here to talk about everything from our opposing political views to Grandma's cornbread and everything in between. Thank you for listening. It's your girl, Mary. I wanted to talk a little bit about this molestation case I am, you know, dealing with. And it's been a while since I, that my first episode, being molested sucks. Because doesn't it? I mean, even if you have never been molested, which be grateful for, um, you can admit that that sucks. It just sucks. <sighs> so anyways, you know, this is my update. <laughs> so I did file a police report and they are investigating, but kind of the what I learned from that, what investigating basically means is this guy is, he, he really can't get caught because there's no actual evidence. You know, there's no cameras in a massage room. Um, it's just my word against his. So unless there have been other women who have come forth against this male masseuse, then they really can't do anything. So that kind of had me feeling a little hopeless at first. But then they explained to me that it's not a waste of time because chances are he will do it again. And now my voice is there. And so if a second lady comes around the mountain, then we can get this guy. So I have not lost hope. You know, I felt a little frustrated, but I have not lost hope. And today I filed two more reports. One is to the health department. So I typed the long story out again, which is a whole nother topic because that's another thing. You have to keep repeating the story and that just like brings up all kinds of fun emotions and physical ailments for me like <laughs> a lot of just weird you know things happening since that event so anyways it is what it is I have also noticed that the more I repeat the story the less power it actually has and so that segues me into my next kind of point of this episode on Monday, so what's today, Thursday? I lose track of the days now. Um, on Monday, I start a 12-week trauma counseling thing. It's like I've never done something like this before. So it's actually like a scheduled 12-week thing. It goes right into the trauma. <laughs> like you don't have to, you know, talk about whatever you you're just talking about the trauma so um i'm excited this is what i was guided to by my you know healthcare people in my world uh 
It's a trauma center here in Seattle at Harborview. So just if anyone's interested in that, um, hit them up. If you feel like you've got some PTSD for anything, um, I think that's exactly what they are doing. They're helping people get over uh, anything. So if you lost a loved one, you know, trauma comes in so many forms. Mine just happened to have recently come in that form, but that's where the PTSD comes in because for me, molestation sadly is nothing new. And so anyways, I'm excited and I want to keep doing episodes as I'm working through that and share it with you because I think that's important too. Like, um, I just want to overcome this. I want to do everything in my power to get Tom out of massaging women. Go do something else, bro. Like if you're sexually damaged and you're hurting other people, go do something else. So let's get Tom out of his job. Um, Women, ladies, if you have any other advice, I mean, I've literally taken every single action that's been placed before me. And I'll do more. If there's more, I'll do it. Um, I did ask the my advocate lady who's working th- through the investigation. I asked her, you know, let me know when I can go stand outside of the massage parlor with a giant sign that says, I was molested by someone that works here and they didn't fire him. <laughs> and she said, maybe don't do that. <laughs> but I want to do it. She was saying she doesn't know if it's legal. So yeah, I don't want to get into legal trouble. But like, what if I held that sign up, someone took a picture, and then I just posted it? Is that illegal? I don't know. Get at your girl if you know, because that man, Tom, he's still working there. He's still massaging women. And I that like honestly makes me nervous. So let's get Tom out. Let's get Tom out. <laughs> And I will definitely let y'all know how the therapy goes. Um, I wanted to reach out to anyone listening and and see if you seek therapy in your life, Um, especially during these COVID times. I noticed it took me about two months to even get hooked up with a therapist because they were all booked. So that made me think, oh, for sure, people are feeling the crazies during COVID. Um, And I was getting a little like frustrated. I couldn't get in with anybody. But luckily, I'm glad I held out because I found this very specific trauma counseling, which I think and just it sounded and felt exactly what I need at this point in my life. Um, But I'm curious what other people are doing out there. Like I tried therapy in the past. I spent a whole year paying a therapist and I would lie to her every time we met. (laughs) I never told her that. It's not like I ended it because I confessed that to her. Nope. I just, I never told her what a strange thing. It was just odd to me after a year of it. I was like, what am I doing? Why am I paying somebody so that I can just paint myself in a better light, afraid to disappoint my therapist. That's what it was. I didn't want to go to her and see disappointment in her eyes when I, you know, I don't know, did something naughty or whatever. 
So that's my relationship with therapy. I've actually had a lot of good experiences with group therapy and things like that. I'm a very social being. I like, you know, bouncing things off other people. I like the idea. I'm an Al-Anon goer. Um, Those of you who don't know what that is, Al-Anon, it's the kind of where families and friends of, you know, alcoholics, drug addicts go. So if you're not yourself an alcoholic or a drug addict, but you've got some issues for sure, and you find that you're always surrounded (laughs) and loving people who have those addictive behaviors, um, that's where you go is to Al-Anon. It helps you to, um, I don't know, it has honestly like just helped me so much in my life. So did I just trail off there? (laughs) Oh yeah, because group therapy and Al-Anon is kind of like that. You're in a, you know, nowadays it's on Zoom, but that's just as well. I like seeing all of the faces, um, but it's mostly you sit there and you listen to other people tell stories that you can relate to, and it makes you just realize we're not alone. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so group therapy has really helped me. One-on-one therapy, yeah. See, like I'm so strange. I don't want to disappoint people. I'm a people pleaser, and so it's hard for me one-on-one to to really want to open up. To one person, but to a group of people, if I because like a therapist isn't telling you their baggage, you know, maybe they are, I don't know, but none of my therapists did. So that I think is where if I don't trust you fully because you're not showing me your, you know, I don't know, your side of the world. It it's just hard for me. So I like group therapy, curious what other people are into. Um And yeah, like I'm excited to do this trauma counseling. It is one-on-one though. So, um, but I, that's what I liked about it is that it's just 12 weeks, you know, it's not like endless and we're just focusing on the trauma. Like I'm so ready to get over this sexual, um, just garbage in my life. (laughs) Free me of this, um, And yeah, I want to have the proper tools in my belt to catch a predator before he is able, you know, I don't want to freeze. I don't want to have an out-of-body experience if someone ever tries to molest me again. I want to be fully equipped, Xena Warrior Princess, to be like, off limits, bro. Like, this body belongs to me, to my son. Well, not even anymore, Uh, but yeah, to my husband. And that's it. Don't touch me. So, anyways, um, thank you for listening. (laughs) I'm um, excited to heal from this, to get Tom out of that massage parlor. Is that what they're called? Parlors? Salons? I don't know. Anyways. Thank you for listening. It means a lot that people are listening to these molestation episodes because I thought, ah, no one's going to click on that. What an uncomfortable topic. But I'm getting an inkling that more of us have been molested than we think. Let's take 
the fucking stigma of like lock it in a box and hide it and don't ever talk about it and for sure don't laugh about it. Like, no, I'm not ready to like laugh, really laugh about it. I'm still hurting. But ultimately, God, don't we have to get there? Don't we have to get there? We have to just recognize that it's a deficiency in our culture and don't have to tuck our tail between our legs or, you know, be these victims forever. It's okay if we're like that for a minute, but you get what I'm saying. You get what I'm putting out. I hope. Um, so may we rise up as a culture, as a world, as a community. Maybe listen more. Thank you for listening to me. I want to listen to you. <laughs> um, so anyways, thanks guys. Um, this is a shorty because I'm tired and I just typed out that whole stupid story and that wipes me out. So I'm going to go rest up, uh, watch some RuPaul's Drag Race. That always makes me feel better. <laughs> Warm and cozy. All right. I'm being weird. Um, Thank you for listening. Be back soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Life in the Faust Lane. You can check out our website at lifeinthefaustlane.com or you can click that support button for just 99 cents, 4.99 or $9.99 a month.